0: Good morning. On this bowl of Question Crunch, I have Broadway actor Quentin Oliver Lee answering questions about his career in Broadway, his experience on tour as the Phantom of the Opera, and how he'd rather be a Viking than a bunny. So I haven't seen you in many years since we were kids. So it's amazing to see you, you know, alive and strong and, and an adult version of you now. So I'm, I'm. When you responded to my email asking if you want to be on this, uh, on my podcast, I was ridiculously excited about seeing you again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it's been like 50 years. Um, I'm also glad to be alive right now. Well, yeah, you know, considering all the things going on, I'm, I'm I'm, glad I'm glad everything is going the way it is.
0: Yeah. Um. And I so we met back in high school and uh, in drama class. We were in drama class, right? I don't I don't know. I know
1: we knew each other from that circle, but I was never in the theater class. I, yeah. I, I hung out with the theater kids, but I wasn't cool enough to be in the theater class. Um, <laughs> but. What I remember actually from growing up is we played D and D together. Oh, no, least. we did not.
0: No, no we, we did didn't. not.
1: We did not because at I, least <laughs> I was not a part of the regular crowd. I was not a part of the cool crowd, but I feel like at least once I played with you guys and it was great. I I, I, I do not play D and D. You never <laughs> think at all. Oh man, I... what am I? Thinking? I know I remember. <laughs> I don't know, man, it, it was it was years ago, but I remember something.
0: It's a lifetime ago, but, uh, I just remember when, uh, hearing you sing in Pirates of Panzance, uh, was, I I just remember being like an amazing moment where I'm like, holy hell, uh, this guy is incredibly talented. And so seeing you take off from that, seeing you go through a career of singing and actually being on stage is amazing. When I uh, I was like, oh, I should find out what Quentin's up to. And I saw like your post, and I was like, well, okay. And so I Googled it, and I'm like, wow, all right, that's amazing. this is I love looking at your career and seeing how far you've gone. Um, when did you first want to become an actor? You know,
1: I don't really remember, honestly. I <laughs> kind of, in one weird way or another, I sort of fell into it. To be honest... You know, you sort of do stuff in high school because it's kind of the thing to do. And my friends were doing it. And so I was like, okay, let me sing also. And so that's what I did. And then when I went to college, I was like, well, I got to figure out what I'm doing. In the meantime, why don't (laughs) I take classes that I'm sort of used to taking? And so I took music classes. And then eventually I got a scholarship and I was like, well, listen, if they're going to pay for me, like, that's cool. And it's kind of like just kind of rolled and rolled from there. You know, I, I think at one point I was like, I got to get a real job. And then I got like a really good, I like was having a hard time. I moved to New York because I was like, I love the city. I want to move to New York. Um, I was having a hard time finding a job. And then like people heard me singing. I don't know if you knew. I, I sang in the subway actually for a little bit um, with this group called Opera Collective. And a casting director came and what just happened upon seeing us, they're hearing us. He's, he looked at me and was like hey you gotta audition for this show and so I auditioned for this the Broadway show of or not Broadway the uh, Broadway tour of porgy and best and from then on out I've just been like working so I guess you could say that it's sort of like fate has been like here you go you're a singer do it you know what I mean
0: so be- before high school so was high school your first time singing or what um I think I might have sang in like a middle school choir maybe okay
1: <laughs> you know, uh, maybe, maybe like not, 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 uh, I was in middle school band for sure. You remember Edawanda uh, uh, intermediate band. I was, I was in that. And okay. then, uh, not, nah, no, no, I think I was in like, I think I was in a children's choir for maybe one year,
0: maybe <laughs> like, third grade or something. Yeah. It just it, just it 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 just it just sounds really strange to where you just be like you know what I'm gonna audition for the show in high school why not oh I'm singing I guess I can try that and like, but you were really good like um that yeah, sounds so so you you were discovered in the subway isn't that kind of like the New York dream. Uh well I think a lot of people hope to dis- to
1: be discovered one way or the other and if it was in the subway they wouldn't care you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> you know so yeah yeah I I, I I it is certainly the dream to have been discovered yeah do,
0: do you remember what you were singing when you got discovered?
1: Yeah I was either singing um I was either singing Vulture Toast from uh, Carmen like, that yeah. one uh or um. The catalogue Aria from from Don Giovanni, which is like um a really fun up tempo kind of like you kinda of act and you play around with the audience and stuff like that. Um it was one of the I can't remember what it was, but I know I was having a good time. I was like in the prime of my life. <laughs> I feel like in the prime of my life now,
0: but I was, you know, interacting with the audience and
1: you know, really really being a showman.
0: That's kind of nuts. Like, I'm, I'm just imagining the casting director walking past, just uh, uh, not even thinking about it, discovering anyone, just going on their day. And then all of a sudden you start singing and just like,
1: hey. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, I think he told me, he was like, listen, I, it can't be for no, I'm never usually down here uh, and we're casting Corgi, and, I, you know, you got to come in for it you know what i mean i don't know what it is i don't know how it is so i can't i can't say it has anything to do with me i don't know where i'd be now if that wasn't for that for for god for fate whatever you want to call it
0: i'll, I'll call it all of the above that's uh that's a that, that, that's quite the connection that's <laughs> it, it only gets that, crazier from there but we won't we won't go into it we won't go into that, it that's fair um Por- Porky and Bess, uh, uh, I saw that you were in uh, the Met Opera of that, right? I was. I was. Um, and then I saw that you were you, – because I, I, I was looking down your list of all the stuff you've done. Uh, can you describe Porky and Bess for me? Uh, yeah. You know, I've done it now enough that you would think
1: I'd be great at describing it. <laughs> uh, it's, kinda, it's kind of a love – it's kind of like a – I would say it's a love triangle sort of between – Porgy and Bess and in like drugs or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh, like like all of this bad stuff happens to this, you know, this Gullah community in, in um Gullah in, in uh good in the Carolinas. Um you know, there's this big hurricane and you know there's basically they're dealing with it it's a it's a beautiful kind of romantic story about a community which i think is is really cool um we we don't see too terribly a lot of the shows that we see nowadays aren't really focused too much about a community it's like one or two or three characters and of course this is porgy and Bess, so obviously it's their portion of the story um but in all of the productions that i've done it's it's really been about the whole group And how they're reacting to this natural disaster, people dying, you know, um, just disenfranchisement, whatever you want to call it. So there's there's a lot uh, there's a lot that can be said about Poor Game Best. But of course, everybody knows the the music "Summertime." Um, That's kind of the big mainstay, the big hit from that show. But there's a lot of other great music too.
0: And I, I, I saw uh, when I saw the list that when, when I saw your list and I saw that you were in Porky Game* best for the Met Abra, uh, I went online to see if I can find a video of you in it. And I remember when uh, I saw one YouTube video of rehearsal, and I was like, "Oh, it's a huge community," and that was beautiful. And I, I actually really want—I I want to watch this play now. You sold me on the right. play. <laughs> right. And uh, I was like. How am I gonna find Quentin in this crowd? And then there you are in the background. I was like, Nope, I can find him. He's easy. <laughs> easy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that I really into a... getting into poor game best also. I mean, all of it, my whole career has been like, Wow, that happened?
0: Wow, that happened too. Man. <laughs> um, I love it that you said you know uh it's difficult to explain what it is and you call it uh, you know, threesome drugs and you know, bad stuff. I feel right. like there's a lot of musicals you can describe. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, well, because I was thinking of like a little Shop of horrors. They were like, oh, yeah, you know, flowers, aliens, bad stuff.
1: <laughs> bad stuff. Right. You know, well, all the things that make a good show, you know. <laughs> um, what would be your dream role? Oh, that's a good question. You know, it changes from day to day. There's, I've always wanted to do... Um, Oh, now I can't. Uh, Don Quixote and uh, Mental Mancha. That that's way fun. Um, there's some I've got,
0: like to do. Huh? I've got a that's pretty awesome. Like a uh, so, so you've sung a, a, was what's a dream? Dream the dream or oh yeah, impossible dream. Yeah, I'm I'm I've always had like a weird connection that I just well not a weird connection. I just really love Quantum Leap and that's a big song. That's a big element of that show. Right. <laughs>
1: It's. But yeah, it's go, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. To
0: check it out. It's a weird sci-fi show. I I don't know if I'd recommend it to everyone. <laughs> sure. But yeah, I can. besides the uh, Don Quixote.
1: Besides that, you know, there's a lot of other. There's a lot of. There's a few musicals that I'd like to do that I haven't done. Um, probably One Tin in the Shade would be a lot of fun. Um, which is kind of like a. a and then you know in the opera world there's a lot of opera that i that i'd like to kind of get my voice around i'm i'm actually doing a dream role ish is that right soon like we're doing yeah, a dream role next next week or not next week in, in in two or three weeks like online this digital version uh, i'm going to be a part of this company heartbeat opera and they're doing macbeth and so i get to play macbeth in macbeth yeah, and it's like, like a virtual version of it. I don't know exactly how it's all gonna. But it's supposed to be really cool. Anyways, it's Heartbeat Opera, and I'm gonna be a part of that. And Macbeth is a dream role, and I, I'm excited to do that. And
0: anyone can, because t- it's it's on the internet. It's virtual. Uh, yeah. Anyone can.
1: I'll send you more info. Um, send me a, shoot me a text, and I'll send you more info about it. Um, hopefully there'll be a link at some point wherever links can be found. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's gonna be lit. I'm, I'm, I know all the singers are super good, and it's gonna be all like videoy and
0: but good. I am looking super excited about. I'm looking very forward to that. That's, that's gonna be nuts, man. <laughs> how, how do, how do you, how do you prepare for the role of Macbeth? Uh,
1: wow. Um, <laughs> I, no, that's fair. I, 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 I don't know. You know uh, well, you do. It's a lot of study. Right. So you you try and, you know, obviously you read as much of the source material as possible, then memorize as much as possible. But then also you try and understand. So the, the, the I know that they're not setting it. They're setting it in like a modern kind of time. Um, so I don't necessarily need to know that much about, you know, Scottish culture or, you know, you know, that time period as much Mm -hmm. um but I do need to understand like the psychology behind why a person would do x y and z and so a lot of reading and a lot of exploring physically and mentally and emotionally kind of like uh trying different things you you know what I'm saying um that that that's pretty sure
0: among other among other things hopefully (laughs) I, I know the director great so I, that, that'll be that'll be cool now do you uh do you ever like look at other performances of certain characters to see what other actors have done or you just keep it in house uh it's you know what it's tough
1: i feel like it can be a slippery slope you know um in one way or another because you can go either way it's like you're what you do is always going to be influenced by something, you know? So, for instance, for Phantom, I, before I even begun to know that I would be in the show, I saw it with my now wife. Um, she she got me tickets um, on my birthday, and I saw Norm Lewis. Um, and his version of it was like, he was just like this ultra sexy, like, oh, yeah. You know, and I couldn't help but at least want to do some of that sometime when I was on the tour. (laughs) Because I I was like, oh, listen, let me, you know, I want people to leave the theater feeling the way that I felt, you know, as a heterosexual male. I still want all people to be like, oh, man, (laughs) maybe I go with the panel. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, so when it comes to like watching other people's, you know, it, it can be fun, but but in the the buck stops with you, right? Like, you know, you are the the end all be all. So, uh, and, and you know, ideas are ideas,
0: you know. Um. Well, because so because the reason why I ask that is just because uh, uh one of my favorite performances of Macbeth is not even it's not a stage. Or movie, it's a. I, I really love the Macbeth character on the TV show Gargoyles. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> that's where it's my mind. Ages. That came back, didn't it? Uh, it's it didn't come back, but it's on Disney Plus. Okay. If you, okay. If you got Disney Plus, you have access to Gargoyles, and that's where my mind. Whenever someone says Macbeth, and I know that sounds very, <laughs> I'm gonna say uncultured, because when people think of, when people hear Macbeth, they think Shakespeare, they think plays. But me, I'm like. Oh, yeah, the bad guy from Gargoyles. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you mentioned Phantom, and that's insane that you got to play such an iconic role. Like when people think opera, a lot of people, like me, plebeians. Plebeian's a term, right? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Um, We always think about Phantom. What was that? I love it that you said that you wanted everyone to get you want to seduce everyone in the theater. I feel like Phantom should just come out to the uh, front of the stage and be like, "All of you tonight, we're gonna. I'm gonna seduce all of you right now. Tonight, Let's do this tonight. <laughs> me, just you and me. All of you. And me. <laughs> right, right, right.
1: That's that's that. That's what I wanted.
0: So how yeah. was that though, playing Phantom?
1: Um, there were a lot of tremendous things about it. First of all, the cast, the people um, that I got to work with and hang out with on a daily were cool. Um, the, the hardest part about it was that I could, you know, you're traveling and you're not necessarily in the same spot. Um, so it's like a trade-off, you know, you're there before everybody and you, you leave after everybody. So you don't really get to see that many people. Um, you have to make sure that you're doing a good job so you can't go out too much. Um, so that was really tough, but also the traveling was nice because I got to meet, at least occasionally meet um new and different people and see different parts of the country like i never would have gone to south bend indiana um before being in the show but i was in the show and we went to south bend and so i saw it and i had like the best hot hot cocoa of my whole life
0: in south bend indiana like super random <laughs> you know what i mean like oh i'll put i I've I love uh tourism for me is is led by my stomach, so oh, you're I, saying hot cocoa in, in Indiana? Okay, cool. No, I'm sold. Like, I- <laughs> I, who knew? Right? Like who knew? Um, yeah,
1: it's just chocolate shop and it was is incredible. And there's so many like little fun parts about the country about the country that I got to see, um, and so that that was really fun. You get to really get a feel for um different areas and how similar and how similar some of the issues are um, and the people are. But then again, playing this, you know, and, and and then bringing this thing that everybody loves, you know, it's nice because like the show does the work, you know what I mean? I, I was just a part of it. You know, the show, the show is the thing that everybody loves and, and um, to be able to be a part of it really is, was a huge honor.
0: I love it that you said that. Uh, that you find out how similar people are, uh, because a lot of times people will say, "Oh, you know, they're from. He's from California. Oh, he's from Florida," but we're all just people, you know, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're all inside our house right now,
1: basically, <laughs> unless you're in the hospital, which sucks, or doing some emergency something.
0: We're all basically uh, dealing with the same things. That is, uh, that, that's that got to be, I don't know, I, I love the idea that travel a lot of times breaks your mold or breaks your bias or your, your idea or your generalizations of who's what and where. <laughs> right. right. Uh, do you have any other food that you had on tour? I had a lot
1: of good food. I'm trying to think. You know, when I was first thinking about food, um, so there's two things that come to mind. The most is, like, the we, we played Toronto for, like, a month. And in Toronto, you can get some great poutine, which is basically, like, fries and gravy and cheese curds. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not into gravy or cheese curds, so, like, it wasn't a good... You know, I would suggest it for anybody who hasn't had poutine. Um, it's great, but... uh but i'm i'm not into it however uh we also played new orleans and like i had some great 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 food down there some like pole boy sandwiches were fantastic um i mean there's so much there's so many so many good places for food you know
0: yeah but yeah. Well, you mentioned you mentioned new orleans uh that's 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 one food destination I've always wanted to go to. Like that... <laughs> that should be top of the list right there. It's probably some of the best food in the country. I <laughs> And I live in New York, so, you know. And you've got some great... Yeah, I, I, I've always wanted to travel to New York just to try... Well, if I ever get to New York, the one thing I will do is I will go... Uh, food. First of all, I'll have to eat a bunch of food, just really cliche food I've seen in movies and TV. But the other one is... I would want to visit as many of the Ghostbusters shots as I possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> that's, fair. that's fair. You're not alone with that. You're not alone. Good, good. Because I, I, I always think about that where it's like, oh, Jimmy, you want to go see Statue of Liberty? Nah, that's from Ghostbusters 2. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first one I want to feed. <laughs> All right. Um, which comic book character do you think the Phantom... Uh, since you've been playing the Phantom on tour... Um, what comic book character do you think is fan- the Phantom's favorite? Uh, you know what? Without a doubt, the thing that
1: first came to my mind, um, Batman. Batman. Without a doubt. It has. <laughs> Batman lives in a cave. So does so does the Phantom. You know, he's like kind of traumatized a little bit. So, does, but you know, he's like saving people. He's like super heroic. I think. I think phantom and batman like you know what i mean as a matter of fact if i was still on the tour i would try and be batman <laughs> i Same I'm, ways, k-
0: actually. You know.
1: I'm
0: i'm kind of upset that i like because I, when, when i was thinking of phantom i was i was going to the obvious choice of like uh that he's a big fan of uh dr doom but
1: that man batman,
0: is- batman yeah. makes the most sense
1: because, <laughs> yeah, you know, here's the thing Like, Phantom, he he thinks that he's the hero Yeah Until he realizes that he's not But, like, you know, he's like Oh, I'm definitely doing a good thing for everybody uh, You know, so that's, you know, day to day He
0: would think that he's Batman And he's, he sees himself as more of the mask Than the person behind the mask So I feel like that's a very Batman obsession <laughs>
1: Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: I'm I'm kind of disappointed with myself because as a huge Batman fan, I feel like I should have already made this connection. But I'm gonna see it completely different now. <laughs> right, right. Right. I'm gonna watch uh, the movie Phantom of the Opera, and I'm just gonna keep seeing Gerard Butler as Batman. Like I'll I'll be watching the movie and cover the top of his face. <laughs>
1: but completely. I bet, I bet that he will, He would want that. Anybody, Gerard Butler, you know, get him on that Batman track. I'm sure he'd love that.
0: <laughs> now I kind of even want to do drawings of <laughs> Phantom fighting up some Batman villains. <laughs> um, so you've you've traveled the world performing. What what have been some of like the countries that you've been to? Because I I was going down a list and I was like, wow, it just keeps going. What are some of the countries that I've traveled
1: to? So, um, of Hong Kong. So I was in Hong Kong Disney for like a year, and then South Africa. Um. We, I went to South Africa with in college, um, with uh with my choir, uh, and then I'm trying to think. Um, uh, aside from that, singing, uh, been in like uh, the UK. I've been to um, what 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 what, 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 what like Thailand, and uh, a lot of a lot of down in the Southeast Asia area, um like macau and uh taiwan and parts of china and <laughs> um you know let's see yeah yeah that's that's it um, i have I, i've yet to be to, to go to italy yet um that'll definitely happen i went to i have gone and insane in germany um but not as much but that was when i was younger i gotta go back um yeah, I'm trying to think where else. I haven't I haven't gone to like Russia yet or or like uh, you know Eastern Europe yet, but yeah, I'm sure we'll get around there.
0: Yeah. Uh, I like it how you casually mention all these countries because at first I was like, when you when you got to a certain amount of countries, I was like, wow, that's already impressive, and you kept going. I was like, dude, I'm already impressed.
1: Well, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know, you know, you talk to some other performers, and they've been like everywhere and they're going everywhere you know what i mean it's just like oh cool um you know i yeah i have
0: friends all over the place (laughs) anyways yeah it's, it's cool so being as global as you are uh what have been some of your favorite theaters to play in to perform in um
1: that's a great question uh i i think uh it's difficult for me the the some of my favorite are the ones that sort of have the most significance or the mo- like the most fun stories behind them uh-huh. uh, i mean because there are a lot of theaters that are really just cool theaters um you know the windspear in dallas is actually like a really beautiful theater um the fox uh, that that we played in st louis was like a really great historic theater um, I got a chance to play the singer theater in uh in New Orleans before like th- there was a huge accident and there was like a crane that fell through half of it or something something insane um oh. you know, it was like no it was like the hard rock was right next door uh-huh. and the guitar to the hard rock like the big giant like broke and fell off or so I don't know some something insane um,
0: that, that's it, way that's way more insane than the crane right
1: <laughs> Is understandable, but like the guitar on top of the hard rock. Um, yes, it's something crazy. Anyways, uh probably my favorite though, and it's weird to say this, but the Muni in St. Louis, um, not the Fox but the Muni. It's like this open air theater for like eleven thousand people. Um and I got to play Porgy on that on that theater, though I should probably say the Met, right, because that's like the most historic. That's the most like high, you know, prestigious. Um, but there's that, and then I, I also remember seeing singing um, in this like high school auditorium in in South Africa, uh, and people, the people went ballistic. Now I mean. I'm not a stranger to like people like loving a show and like giving a standing ovation or whatever, but it was there was something so magical about like the lowness, quote unquote, of the theater space, of the space, and yet the people still, you know, going. Because you imagine like at the Met, people love you know what I mean they're all there to see this high art and whatever but like in basically just a regular room essentially a regular multi-purpose room with some bleachers and people just went absurd they it was great that was probably my one of my favorites though
0: well, yeah, I, I, you were, you're saying that because uh, everyone who goes to the Met, they know that they're going to go and see a play. This was you exposing people who are not normally exposed to this art form, right? And that's magical. That's <laughs> that's gotta be a magical moment. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. Uh,
0: what made the uh, open air theater so, uh, so so much fun? Besides how many people there were were,
1: like it 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 felt at once like there wasn't very many people and at at once like there was I don't know how how to explain that but like (laughs) you know you're there um but also that was basically the first time that I was porgy in front of that many people like I had done it I did it at the Smith that the, in in uh, Las Vegas, which is actually really beautiful. Uh, if you haven't been to the Smith Center, um, it's it's really cool. It's like this Art Deco, like really cool. Um, and I did the whole weekend there. Um, but I don't know. Again, there was there's something about that you know that at least half of the people in the in the audience like it's just everybody's just like regular people. You know what I mean? They yeah. they. they sure to to give really reduced prices and sometimes sometimes free seats or five ten dollar seats they might be way up way up high but just to know that you're doing it for for just like regular people is is great
0: um i would imagine that because like i'm a big fan of uh it's gonna sound weird i'm a big fan of fresh air and so when uh when i when i when i go outside i work in a warehouse my sure. job is a warehouse so when i'm inside and i smell all the stale air uh it's kind of depressing it's very soul crushing but once i walk outside that first breath of fresh air is intoxicating so i'm right. wondering did the fresh air have a, an effect on your performance
1: oh i'm sure I'm, oh,
0: absolutely.
1: <laughs> absolutely i mean it, it, I, let me put it like this way um Again, it's like about a hurricane. It's about it, it was Porgy and best, right? It's about like outside. It's about nature, community, and, and that. And there was like th- like a thunderstorm at one point during one of the shows. We actually had to cancel a show like midway through it because it started raining so bad. And, like just oh. It was like raining for an hour. And we're oh. like, maybe we're gonna keep going, uh, but no, it just kept raining. Um, which is which is fun.
0: That that's gotta make a, the show a lot more real, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You're like, oh, there's going to be a hurricane tonight and you hear like a thunderstorm. Like, it's like, "Oh, oh, go." Oh. It's great. <laughs> um, you said your your favorite theaters are the ones with uh, uh strange stories. Now, is that just your own personal stories or is it stories based on a theater? Uh, usually m- my own
1: um because I know the men has a lot of crazy stories. I know that okay. there's, there's- you know, they're like haunted theaters. Well, I never got too much into that. I would just, <laughs> you know, just, just do my job. <laughs> you know, that was that was me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly my own stories. I also have a story about the Muni, but we'll leave that for another time. Oh, why, why another time? Okay, okay. Well, so again, this wasn't my first time as Porgy, but when I was there, I, I just remember. Um, going up on lines. Now, sometimes going up on lines, basically, just, you, you're free, you forget what you're saying. You just have totally forget. And there's a moment at the near the end, right near the end of Porgy and Best, where and it was staged where he's like at the front of the stage all by himself, and then you start this, this song, right? Um, the timing is specific. but you're supposed to you're supposed to start it before the music and i usually am wearing contacts i'm not actually wearing contacts right now and i didn't wear contacts then because i was dumb but i wasn't wearing contacts um and so i knew i was supposed to come up and i was super in it i was right there and i was in front of the stage in front of 11,000 people and i had the slightest idea what the next word was (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know at all. It was the most terrifying experience ever. I was there, and I was like, oh, man. And I just, I looked at the conductor, and I started shaking my head, like, okay, we're going to go. And then he just started the music, and I missed the words, and I was just like, hmm, I started humming along. <laughs> <laughs> and I went and I got into it. I got into it later. Uh, and I mean, we all went from there. But it was just like a moment of just sheer terror, you know. Here's I'm sitting in front of eleven thousand people, and I can't remember my dang words. <laughs> <laughs> is
0: that is that a common thing for uh, theater actors? Uh, it's it's not uncommon.
1: I wouldn't say it's common. It's not. Oh yeah, th- Let me let me put oh, that. I-
0: I meant I meant like it's it's a rare thing. I didn't think it was like every actor has a moment of like dude, the brief moment, but it is a thing like uh, hitting a wall in a run or something.
1: Oh, every actor has had that happen. No I'll, oh no. As far as I've known, just about every actor. A lot of times though, what'll happen is they'll say they'll they'll just say something and it'll be the right thing. You know what I mean? Yeah um, but but oh man, I got stories. And, and not <laughs> every single actor I have ever talked to because it used to be a big like mind block they're all like oh yeah man we've got it, it they um they one of the uh man i forget what it's called now funny that we're talking about it and i forget um but yeah there's a particular term for like you know you went to the white space or something something like and it's just like clear and you just have to make it up you know happens all the time.
0: That's that's gotta be terrifying. I feel like uh, I I'm, I'm not even an actor. I feel like I'm gonna have nightmares tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually the worst. But once you've done it, once you have completely gone up on lines in front of eleven thousand people, it, it can't get worse than that, right? <laughs> it's not like you're gonna sing "Music of the Night" in front of four thousand people. You know this most iconic song. And, like, completely make up a verse and just rhyme a different (laughs) verse, which definitely, definitely didn't ever happen to me in Salt Lake City.
0: Absolutely. I I, I am very confident that you have never done that in Salt Lake City. Never would have
1: ever done that on a specific performance in the first week of Salt Lake City. No. Nope. No. Why Uh, why
0: would you do that in Salt Lake City? That's... uh... (laughs) There would be no reason...
1: There would be no reason. <laughs>
0: um, uh, fortunately,
1: it's not like there was a fire alarm the same day. So <laughs> it, you know, people's minds were on other things. I'll just put it that
0: way. Oh, no. It, way.
1: it was a great performance. It was great.
0: Um Speaking of being a performer, well, the whole episode's about speaking about being a performer, but uh what are some of the physical what what does it take to meet some of the physical demands of being a Broadway performer?
1: Yeah, I would say for everybody, it's a bit different.
0: Um,
1: I it it's important to understand your type. and I, I know that sounds silly, but when I understood that, it sort of changed things for me because I was like, um, you know, I was a pretty chubby kid all through, through high school, which is cool. I'm in mean, through college also, you know, I was a pretty, pretty big kid. Uh, and I was lucky to have been able to do Porgy. Um, but when I realized, oh, if you're going for a leading man role, like Porgy, you know, you, it's not just about the voice, right? It's about the whole image, the whole everything. You know, and you have to really make it easy on your producers and on the casting director and on the the audience, you know, so so that in their mind, they don't have to jump too far to think, oh, this is a leading man or leading woman or ingenue or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, nobody wants to see a 50-year-old ingenue, you know what I'm saying? Or like, a, you know, 600-pound love interest you know, generally, maybe one or two people do, but like the general public, you know, and you, you just have to keep that in mind. Um, and so, I mean, that's like something that people don't necessarily think or talk about, but it's a big part of being an actor is just making sure that you're literally look like what you're supposed to look like, you know? Um,
0: I, I, I've i told I've told people whenever someone says about the type, I'm like, I'm I'm not going to be Batman. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, you would make a good, you know, whatever, you know, a character actor.
1: Boom. Uh, I can be, I,
0: I can be Riddler. I can be, uh, the, uh, was it, uh, the Rick Moranis characters? I'll do that. I'll do Rick Moranis. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. You know, I mean, and, and that's totally cool. Um, yeah, you know, to each their own. Also, uh, so that that's just like the the hard and fast bit of it. So it's like, okay, whatever you got to do to kind of look like that um, is cool. Or, and then on top of that, you know, making sure to stretch and making sure to vocally, you know, warm up and practice, making sure to, um, you know, I don't know. Every show is a little bit different. I try and take care of my body in a different kind of way also with what I eat and with what what I drink and don't drink or don't smoke or whatever um you know all of that kind of stuff sort of makes a difference, but you know whatever like little tricks little bits you can do to help you in the audition room and uh on stage is is great
0: um so you i I would imagine that you can't that you wouldn't want to smoke just because uh those are your those are your pipes are your money. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I know a
1: couple actors who do, but like, I don't know what the longevity of their career is going to, I, I mean, to each their own. Right. Sure. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm
0: not about to give up my money maker like that. You know? <laughs> nah. I know. I know a lot of voice actors who protect their throat as much as they possibly can. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, do you think that if we make more uh, ingenues, or more, more leading characters looking different, uh, do you think that we would be able to fix that where it's not so much about the type? Um, that's a good question.
1: I think. I mean, I honestly, I think that it, it's it's a balance, right? It's mm-hmm. a, well, it's not a balance, but it's a it's difficult because really all that matters is what people decide that they're going to watch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, you know, all of a sudden superhero movies took off after Iron Man, after Robert Downey Jr. just crushed it. And all of a sudden, um, what do you call those, those, everything was like Deadpool after Deadpool came out. You know what I'm saying? And so if there's a if there's a a show TV or or film or whatever that really does super well where there is an ingenue or, or a leading man type that is a completely different type for instance even uh, uh, what is difficult because you think maybe somebody who's like leading a show that doesn't look like a leading man like Paul Rudd right um, Yeah. And he also has that really type. So it's like, oh, well, do you have to be a mall cop if you look like Paul Rudd? Or can you be more heroic? You know what I'm saying?
0: Are you talking about uh, Paul Blart? Paul Blart, my bad. Okay, because Paul Rudd is attractive. <laughs> right, 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 My bad. My bad. <laughs> Paul Blart, mall cop. Okay. <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's 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 interesting that you bring up a uh, uh, superhero movie, saying that super move, superhero movies took off after Iron Man, and then it turned into once Deadpool came out, a bunch of other different comic book movies came out looking a lot like Deadpool. Um, right. Because it's weird because like I'm uh, I'm a nerd, and so I'm not the general public. So when you said that it's after Iron Man that everyone just was exposed to this whole world, and I'm like. But what about Blade? But I'm like, no, Blade was cool. He's a vampire movie. Not a lot of people accepted it as a comic book movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Blade was
1: a, it was a comic book movie, um, and it was dope. And Spawn, like, I remember if that
0: after Blade, I think it was Spawn. I love those movies growing up. Um, have, but, have you seen Spawn again as an adult? No. That that scene in Hell is really, really bad.
1: <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll, have it, I'll have to, check it out.
0: The I CG... love the movie. The just, CG just, though. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Sorry, just uh, I was I was thinking about Blade because like uh um I talk about vampire movies, I talk about scary movies, and uh that's one of my favorite comic movies. Uh particularly Blade Two. Sorry, it completely change the subject, but the reason why I bring that up is just that I you're right that uh you can break the mold, but it really depends on the general public to be able to say if that that mold breaking is going to take off. Right. Right. And, it, and it's, and it's, it's a, it's
1: a, I don't want to say it's a hard sell, but it's a tough sell for a producer or for anybody who's trying to make money selling their art. It's like, okay, if I think that a thousand more people are going to watch it if it's cast with somebody who looks like this, then, you know what I mean? Or even if it's not a thousand, maybe you can get away with a thousand, but if I think, hundred thousand people are gonna watch this, and this is gonna go viral if I cast it with X as opposed to Y. I, I mean, it's a hard, it's hard, but that's part of, a, that's what, that's part of the business of it. You know what I mean? That, that's part of like, you know, I don't know, I, it, yeah.
0: I feel, I feel like that, I, that, that that's a tricky thing to talk about only because uh, that's what a lot of people, a lot of directors and a lot of writers will use as their excuse to cast uh, only white actors. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely true.
1: <laughs> that's, 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 I mean, what was it? The, the, everybody, the- everybody's guilty of it. Listen, there are, there are movies, there beats, all that stuff it's the same thing like we're going to hire a black person because it's a black person we got to get a, fill a quota that's very unimaginative you know and i think the, the general public can can accept more but it comes it's like historical bias it's like okay well in the past they like this
0: so we're going to do this you know <laughs> no that's fair uh, i i've always often thought and it might not be the most successful thought but if uh, I ever make a historical, well, I, I do. I, I have a comic book that I'm working on right now that's going to be set in, uh, at a historical era. And I'm just going to completely break any mold I possibly can. And if someone asks, you know, hey, that's not right, I'll be like, you're right. It's a work of fiction. I'm yeah. making it up.
1: <laughs> blew up. Right? That's why Hamilton blew up. It's yeah. like, then Manuel's like, listen, I don't care who's in it. I'm not going to, I want to write hip-hop music, or not hip-hop, but, like, rap, you know, and musical theater. Let's put those together, and I'm going to set it in this historical time, but I don't care if George Washington's black or or um, Hamilton is is Latino. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, And it obviously blew up. And so now, even in more musicals now, it's like, okay, now it's totally culturally acceptable to be like, okay, even if it's set in the 1800s, let's just put whoever we want in it. Because that's cool, you know.
0: I I appreciate Hamilton for showing people that molds can break. <laughs> right, right. Um, and, and it'll take off. Yes. Right. Uh, out of all the characters <clears> that you played, uh, if you could have, I'm gonna say breakfast because I, I I wrote that I want to ask you about lunch, but this is a breakfast themed podcast. Uh, so, sure. if you could have breakfast with any of your characters, who would you pick? That I've already played. Now, I thought I thought a
1: little bit of it, because you sent that question earlier, and I thought about it, and I honestly think that the most interesting, because, like, sitting down with, to breakfast with Phantom would be awful. Um, yeah. Sitting down to breakfast with Porgy or anybody in that show would be kind of whatever. But sitting down to breakfast with Beth, now that oh. would be interesting. I feel like he would have, you know, so many war stories, so many he just be, you know, like a very like intense and interesting person. Might maybe like a little bit intimidating, but like really uh probably fun to be around in my mind. You know? I, I would
0: I would I would absolutely agree on that. I was I was worried you're gonna say Phantom. I'm like, no, that that dude's creepy. <laughs> like... He'd, be He'd be awful to have breakfast with. <laughs> absolutely not. I think he'd even ruin breakfast, where you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna order waffles," and he's like, "No, I'm gonna order uh, tuna, like, or no, tuna, Right, different. right, 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 thinking- <laughs>
1: right. He would do Dude, something. He would just something. do something. Oh, oh. It's like, Phantom, why are you doing that, man? Why? <laughs> why can't you be kind of normal? This is normal, <laughs> you know. This is this, what is normal, you know. Some, some off the wall. Just the whole thing would just be like hyper aggressive. No. <laughs> a good time. It'd be a good time because you wouldn't know that he was like a homicidal maniac. You would know, you know. He'd just be like, "Oh, I'm your king. We're gonna have like a good, you know." what I mean, it'd be good, you know.
0: I think that that's spot on. That's a really good answer. Um, so since uh, when this episode, when this bowl airs, uh, when it's online, um, it's gonna be just after Easter because Easter will be last weekend. And knowing me, uh, I'm going to be thinking about bunnies all week long, uh, which got me to think about this question: um, If you were cast in uh, "What's Opera, Doc?", who would you rather be—Bugs Bunny or Elmer Fudd?
1: No, I hadn't seen that. I had—I so- saw it when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I hadn't re-seen it until this morning. For, <laughs> <laughs> um, and. You know, at first I was thinking, oh, well, Bugs Bunny, who doesn't want to be Bugs Bunny. But, like, if you see what's uh, what's opera, Doc, man, Elmer Fudd's part is dope. He's got such good song. You know, he's, like, commanding thunder and, like, you know, it's so cool, man.
0: Definitely Elmer Fudd. Doesn't he have, like, the moment where he goes on the cliff and he's, you said, commanding thunder. That's really yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's like, you know, strike down the rabbit. You know, he's, <laughs> with, like, Earthquakes and wind and
0: like, oh yeah, yeah. Elmer Fudd's part is awesome. I feel like the go-to is Bugs Bunny, only because he's the hero. But I, I, I think that both, I think that both performances, both characters have really epic moments on that, on that short, on that, on that feature.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. If anybody hasn't seen that in a while, take a look at it again, because it's great. It's great. It's really. <laughs>
0: Um, so as, as a, as a professional singer, uh, do you feel like people expect more from, for, more from you when you sing everyday songs? Uh, like, I, like happy birthday or jingle bells, something that everyone sings together and they all look at you expecting you to really just perform. Yeah. Sometimes i sing real bad
1: just to get a point across. You know? Like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. What, what am I supposed to be special song? Cause I do it for a living. You know? Um, but yeah, generally that's why I don't go to karaoke because everybody's looking like, oh, you gonna try and sing something, and like I just want to be a
0: regular person too. Like I don't have to sing this all, you know. Well, so. <laughs> you said you sing bad. Do you sing bad at karaoke just to prove a point, or was it like it's okay, someone's so like, birthday ever, and I you'll be able to karaoke, to- I'll sing something that you know
1: I couldn't or sing at all, and I just be real. But. tonight. <laughs> Like, all the way off.
0: All the way. Which we'll just me. Who are you? What? I was really worried you were going to say that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I ruined a happy birthday just to prove that I can't. Not happy birthday. Not happy, birthday. happy birthday. I'll sing well. But, like, else, you know. It's that one person you're done singing and they're, they're at their cake and they're like, thanks. That was. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so messed up <laughs> right, right 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 really rude Um. so now this is not a question I've asked a lot of people but I feel like of all people to ask this question it would be you Uh. do you have any interest in playing Uh. or do you, are you ever going to be willing to play Pagliacci
1: like Pagliacci, the, the sad like, clown <laughs> the, sad, the sad clown so you yeah. know there's opera uh, Pagliacci right yeah Right, right, right. Um, I would love to be in that show. Uh, I'm not necessarily a tenor, so I can't really sing like you know that song.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: but I'm sure there's a there's like poliachi in general. Like the clowning is is really cool and useful. Um, you know, and it'd be a fun little
0: workshop to do, you know. But I don't know if I would do it for like uh, forever. But I might do it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I am mentioned this in, uh, I think, the previous, no, the two episodes ago, uh, I am, uh, uh, and I mentioned it a few times, that I'm afraid of clowns. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so that's why I, I asked you about Pagliacci, because I think we mentioned it in uh, episode 13, that I'm afraid of clowns, especially uh, the, that sad
1: clown. sad <laughs> yeah, um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so now, no, if if that ever happens, I'll I'll make sure to uh, send you over a picture of me all in white, <laughs> of it looking just like <laughs> one.
0: That would be uh I I would I, I on one hand I'd be like that's awful, but on the other hand I'm like yeah I I, I want to see that I kind
1: of <laughs> <laughs> just because curiosity just enough, just enough.
0: I uh every summer I do a, a clown charity thing. And uh, I still have to dress up as a clown, and I think I might do that for a I, – I, I've got this idea for a quarantine, doing a clown performance uh, to make up for a uh, – so I raise money, and I have to do performances. I have to do things because I raise a certain amount of money, and I still have stuff I owe, so I might take care of some of that during quarantine just to entertain people. <laughs> I think, let me know. Let me see that link in the description, and I'll, and I'll follow it. Will do. Um. So, uh, so you said since you're a tenor, you won't be Pagliacci? No, uh, I'm a baritone. Since I'm a, I'm not a tenor. Since I'm not oh, a okay.
1: tenor. Okay. Yeah. In In Pagliacci by uh now I can't remember the name of the composer. Um, that the main tenor is just like so. I mean, so good. Uh, the music is just some of my Vestila Juba is is the is the song. If you haven't heard, is a V E S T I. La Juba, uh, la whatever. Anyways, take a listen to Pavarotti singing of la Juba" if you haven't heard it. Oh my gosh, it's heartbreaking and it's beautiful. Such. And a, he's it's not only 45 minutes. The whole opera is like 45 minutes long. And is he is he in makeup? He's putting makeup on at that time. He's putting it on. And it, <laughs> it's the, it's the greatest thing I should should make it really short, but it's like he's singing about the fact that he has to go on stage even though he's pretty sure his wife is cheating on him and like he has to like keep the show going and he's like he's trying to like it's great it's such a good song la juba oh my gosh
0: i i might have to check that out uh hopefully he doesn't get too clowny for me I, I, we'll see we'll see i might i, I might just look away
1: <laughs> right right right
0: um so uh, let's talk about let's talk about uh, because this is nearing the end of the episode. Uh, you, you, the next thing that will be available for other people to see it will be Macbeth, right?
1: That's right. Um, yeah. So this Macbeth, uh, yeah, that'll happen April twenty, April May May first. Yeah, May no May first, I think. I need to look at the dates <laughs> uh, the top of my head but I know I think April 20 is when, when the process starts and then May 1st is when it, it comes out um so that yeah that's that's gonna come out that's gonna be online and then um, I'm gonna be in the show Carolina change on Broadway um, which was I was in it I don't think I ever posted about it I don't know if I did or not
0: I think I don't I did
1: think online. you did um it, anyhow yeah, that, you know, all of Broadway is shut down uh, right yeah. now. But it, it'll be coming back in August. So I'll be in uh, Carolina Change on Broadway, which will be good. Nice. All right. And what, what's that play about? Uh, Carolina Change is about, it's about uh, this Jewish <laughs> family. South, I know, right? It's about this Jewish family in the South um, who have a domestic wor- helper or worker. And um, sort of just a family, dy- I mean, the family dynamic with all of that. Um, and it's it's cool. it's. If you haven't seen or heard the music, the "Carolina Change," it's actually incredible. It's I, it's gonna win a lot of awards. I'm pretty sure because the show is gonna be just so good. Um, at least it was when we were in preview. I mean, like when we were rehearsing. So. Um,
0: uh, uh, yeah, it's gonna be incredible. Um, Carolina Change on Broadway. And when quarantine is lifted, you'll have to all gather up again and start rehearsal again. Right. I, I don't know
1: that we'll start from the
0: beginning, beginning, but yeah, I'm sure we'll
1: have like another week or and a half, maybe two weeks of rehearsal. Um, we were just about to start uh, previews, like that night, Thursday night, and then we all got this call, like thursday day in the middle in the middle of rehearsal like hey we can't do this um everybody go home and that was it that was like two weeks ago
0: i uh I, i'm, I'm at my warehouse we had a supervisor when uh when california was going in the uh stay at home and closing down all of the jobs that aren't essential uh we had supervisor walking around t- talking to people saying oh hey uh california just did this uh we are essential because we deliver medical equipment. So, are you comfortable still working? And I was like, I've got friends in medical. I've got, I, I got friends who are nurses and healthcare providers. So I will still I'll stick it out. I'll I, I'll go until I can't.
1: <laughs> right, right. That's really great. That's really great.
0: But that's that's that's, that's a weird experience. So uh, during rehearsal, someone just said, "Hey."
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot going on i mean it was it was so weird it was it was surreal because um there, there there were like buzz it was like a buzz like rumors like are we you know is this gonna are we gonna be shut down like what's what's about to happen yo i think that this is gonna happen and then in that morning governor cuomo went and talked to uh was having a meeting and then uh it was just like flying around and then yeah, like about halfway through rehearsal, the company manager came up and was like, we're not you know there's nothing official we're still going on ahead it's just as scheduled and then like an hour later she came back uh the not the company manager but the um the artistic director of the company came out and was like, yeah, this kind of took everybody by surprise um at three o'clock this you know came came down the pike that
0: we all have to stop at five. So that's what happened. It's, it's weird how history will, <laughs> how the past few days, things, everything will change in the blink of an eye. Like the next hour you'll get a message and you're like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's my life now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you guys been doing any kind of like internet rehearsals or zoom or whatever? Um, no, uh,
1: we will, um, have like a zoom party for our opening night our faux opening night we'll have a little faux zoom party um but now we're kind of just like everything was pretty much set to go um before uh the, the shutdown but when it comes back up it'll come back up you know
0: well that's good to hear uh and have so you've have you recorded macbeth already or is it going to be live i don't remember if i asked that um it, no, we're
1: recording it, but we rehearsals don't start until April twenty. I that's okay. that's Yeah, 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 that's what it is.
0: I'm looking super forward to that. I can't wait for that. That's cause uh one, I've I I've, I wanna see I was bummed out when I looked at your schedule for Phantom and I saw that you were in San Diego and I'm like, What the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I will be yeah. I will be forever uh, bummed out I didn't see your performance on that. <laughs> But Macbeth will be on my computer, and I'll be able to see that. I'm looking very forward to that.
1: Easy, easy. right?
0: Okay. Do you have uh, anything else you want to talk to uh, to your, to theater fans or aspiring actors?
1: Um, I might say, you know, uh, keep keep doing what you love. Keep practicing. Keep um, reading monologues and reading memorizing and and. And more more importantly now than ever it's about you creating your own content, you know but you going out there and doing what you're doing right now and like making something that's 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 what gets you forward, you know um, i didn't I didn't get to be able to be on stage until I started singing in the subway. I was just singing and somebody saw me. you know um you don't get to be an actor unless you're acting, you know. And then somebody sees you. Uh, So that's that's what I would say. Just do the, have fun, do your best, and stay healthy. And right now, stay inside. I don't know if it's still gonna be the same, but it probably will. So stay inside and wash your hands.